I'm sitting here and I'm man Jordan with Zid Bawab, who is no stranger to the Arabology show. We've played his songs before, but Zid Bawab, who's kindly agreed to sit with me today, is far more than just a vocalist or a singer. We shall find out after this. <laughs> That was Zed Bawab and an excerpt from his song Akhtar Min Hal Hilu. I'm sitting here with Zed Bawab in person and I'm man Jordan Zed. Welcome to the Arabology Show. Thank you, Ramzi. I'm delighted to be your guest today and uh, I hope people like the song. So the songs are only part of what we're going to talk about, Zed, today because as you know, you do so much more. And I wanted to, first of all, ask you the question that everyone asked me. Are you a musician? Are you a filmmaker? Are you uh, all the above? Or what label should we apply to? I always say that the hardest question that a person would ask me is what do you what would you like label yourself so uh, in the past couple of years I uh, found this word uh, came across this word which is multi-hyphenate nice. and I found myself like relating to uh, that word a lot under multi-hyphenate I would say uh, first of all I'm a filmmaker I would totally define myself as a filmmaker and a um, entertainment editor recently and a person who tries to sing. Which one came first in terms of succession or were they all born together, sort of a hybrid? I was always singing in my free time and I was always part of school choirs and stuff like that. Yeah. But I can say that it was successful first. I would say that filmmaking was successful first and I was more encouraged by the people around me to do it first. And uh, for a while people didn't know that I sing until I released my uh, my first song yet everyone uh, already knew that I had interests in filmmaking and I was already doing like directing projects and stuff like that so I would say that people know me first as a filmmaker and recently as a, a singer and performer and when you say my first song you mean which one? Habib al oh, the one that I love so much and really the first time we played you right here at KZSU 90.1 FM in in the San Francisco Bay Area was that song. And I'm gonna go back to it, but let me ask just about your education first. I mean, you were born with this talent for singing, as you said, filmmaking, but is that necessarily what you trained for in terms of your academic uh, uh, career? It's not the first time I mentioned this story, but maybe it would be nice like to tell your listeners. First, I was studying medicine in uh, Jordan University and I did it for a semester, but then I, I never saw myself as a doctor in the future. I knew that I wanted 
to do something that has to do with filmmaking, that has to do with the media, that has to do with singing and stuff like that. So the closest thing I could find to filmmaking at the time was computer graphics and animation. Oh, wow. Uh, so I did that as my bachelor's. Then I did my uh, master's in cinematic arts, uh, majoring in script writing and minoring in directing. And so you, how did your parents react when you told them, I'm going to go from medicine to this? So how do you think they reacted? Like, <laughs> like, Tell it, us. To be honest, it was like a tough phase. But then after a while, they kind of got used to it. Because like growing up, I was always like watching those music videos and stuff like that. And I was always saying that I one day I do want my name to be on uh, a project like this, TVC, stuff like that. And so the filmmaking came before the, the music? More or less. What I can tell you is that music videos came before films. So Zaid, Yani, what would you consider the point of entry into sort of mainstream or at least Jordanian, the Jordanian artistic scene? It's it's nice that you ask this question because like the moment that I released, uh, released Habib al-Ruh, some people uh, kind of considered that I'm more on the alternative uh, side including yourself. <laughs> I was kind of comfortable with that label, yet I was like, why wouldn't I try my luck in the more commercial sound as well? See what happens. Personally, what I felt is that Habib al-Ruh had more instant success than Akhtar Manar Hilu. So let's talk about Habib al-Ruh. And for those who don't know, it's actually the song, Dream, a little dream of me. Why that song? And, uh, and uh, you know, what, take us through the process of trying to take that song and give it an Arabic twist. To be honest, I, I, it's not like I chose this song. It, the song kind of chose me. Hmm. There was this Christmas event that I was um, invited to sing at, and like looking through the options of the songs that they had like minus ones for, and like the tracks that don't have the uh, vocalists' uh, voices, mm-hmm. was actually Robbie Williams' version of the song. Dream, uh, I love uh, dream exactly, yeah. and with Lily Allen, I think. And um, sure. so I was like, let me perform this song, and I did, and I did it in English. Then we already had the minus one track and then I was like so why don't we uh, like add Arabic lyrics to it mm. like uh, because I really wanted to try my voice in a studio in Arabic right. uh, so I wrote the lyrics to it and I, we actually recorded it then after listening it li- listening to it uh, there were parts I felt like I can actually have a female vocalist uh, yeah, vocalist with that's me that's what I was going to ask that beautiful yeah, yeah, Gina, exactly. who is that it, uh, her name is Gina Haddadin and like Gina is actually doing really well uh, currently in Amman doing like gigs and events around uh, Amman but it, if it wasn't Gina I wouldn't have like brought anyone else I would have like released it in my voice so like I called her I was like uh, I have the song uh, are you interested in like collaborating and uh, and we just released it on uh Valentine's Day and like the feedback was oh yeah I remember yeah. it was released on Valentine's yeah. Day and it's such a romantic song I, I also didn't I mean I knew this but the lyrics in Arabic actually work I mean sometimes when you're translating or attempting mm-hmm. to copy uh, or do a cover of a, a, a you know a song in English it kind of ends up being cheesy in Arabic not so at all with Habib Ruh, the Arabic version of Dream of Little Dream of Me sometimes like I feel like writing something or, or um, I feel like Arabizing a certain song or something uh, so th- that's how it comes to me but I wouldn't label myself as a person who writes lyrics can you remember on the spot a lyric from Habib Ruh? do you want me to sing it or do you want me to it would be amazing okay okay <laughs> شفافك تهمس همس صغيري وبتروح 
دخلك ما تترك قلب مجروح ضلك عيدة وطل علي ما عم بقدر انسى نظراتك سحرية عطرك غلغل فيي طيب لجروح انت اللي بقلك حبيب الروح كتير علي عيوني بتشتاق لك وبتقلك ما فيي شفافك تهمس همس صغيري وبتروح دخلك ما تترك قلب مجروح ضلك عيدة وطل علي ما بقدر انسى نظراتك سحري
are back right here at KZSU Stanford 19.1 FM. I am really, really delighted to be sitting here in Amman, Jordan, with the one and only Zed Bawab, who has been uh, in touch with Arabic, uh, their Arabology show for quite a while. And that segues quite well, I think, into the next song that you released. And that was, of course, Akhtar bin Halhelu. This time, um, it happened in reverse. So la- the, in Habib al-Ruh, we had the composition, like we had the song... Uh, the music of the song kind of ready then we built on it this time it was the lyrics first so I I came across a really cool guy a Syrian guy called Khaled uh, Abid he told me that he had this um, hobby which is like writing lyrics I was like fine like send me something so he actually sent me Akhtar Minhal Hilu and he sent me like a couple of other songs so uh, instantly like in a a couple of minutes I like had a melody in my head and like I I recorded it on my voice and I sent it to him he was like this is really cool let's let's like uh, take Take it to the next level. I went to the arranger. Um, his name is George Elwer. George did a nice job with like getting what I had in my head, and after my head was there. <laughs> KZSU Stanford. We have a great deal in common. KZSU Stanford. The Alliance for a Healthier Generation works to address one of the nation's leading public health threats, childhood obesity. You can find out how to help by visiting healthiergeneration.org or calling 646-775-9160. And in conclusion, yeah. Zaid, can you tell me a little bit about any other video projects you yeah. have on the horizon? I'm currently um, shooting my uh, first feature documentary, and um, it's actually about uh, my grandfather. Uh, his name uh, his name is uh, Husni Bawa. My grandfather is still with us, and he's going to be there in, in the documentary in the parts that uh, document his lifestyle. Um, and his poetry. And, exactly, but the poetry, the poetry parts, will be uh, more experimental, more art house, and they're, they're not going to have them in, have him in the footage. So are you going to be using his actual poetry, which was written in Arabic, and sort of exists? Does he have a diwan? Is he... He, uh, has, he has three, actually. And mashallah. The, and the nice story is that he released them like later in life. He didn't like release them when he was like 30, 40, 50. He released them when he was he was like uh, over 70 years wow. old. Uh, so, 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 I mean, he wrote poetry in... In, uh, in classical Arabic, yes, and yes. was there a certain like theme that he wrote about, or was it uh, very uh, diverse? He, he, most of the themes he writes about are about like missing. He has a nostalgic kind of quality to his writing. He's always remembering like uh, Jordan and places in Jordan and Amman, and it's like um, uh, old days. And the uh, most the poetry that I like the most for him is letters that he wrote for women that passed uh, passed in his life. Oh wow. 
So uh, how, how would that be in Arabic? Rasail Rasa- in Anisa. He, he has a diwan called Rasail Lamtasil. Wow. And it's actually letters that never exactly, arrived. Exactly. And it's actually letters to like many female characters that uh, he met during his uh, lifetime, including his wife, including some students that he taught, including uh, some colleagues that he had, uh, including girls that he used to like uh, uh, look at when wow. he was uh, like a little child, but never <laughs> told them that he's like interested in them. So uh, it's really interesting. Wow. Like it's. Um, wow. And you're going to eternalize your grandfather, hopefully, through this documentary. Yeah, exactly. I am now going to go look up Rasail Lamtasil. What yeah. a great idea. It's surrounding me a little bit of Nizar Khabbani mm-hmm. and the way he would court women by the tribute to your grandfather, mm-hmm. Allah Tawwal Umro, and, uh, and, and the fact that you're doing this, uh, I think, uh, sort of underlines the way you're able to do films and tributes and have wear so many hats. Zaid Bawab, having you on the show today. البرنامج في أمريكا وفي الشرق الأوسط من عبر البودكاست هل يمكنك أن تقول لهم شيئا باللغة العربية هل أتكلم باللغة العربية الفصحى أم اللغة العربية العمية كما تريد يا زيد تفضل <تصفيق> بدي أحيي كل اللي عم بسمعونا وبدي أشكرك رمزي كمان على المقابلة الحلوة بعرف أني كتير بعمل مشاريع مرات يعني الواحد ما بعرف شو زيد بعمل بالآخر بس أنه بتمنى أنه كل الأشياء اللي بعملها تعجبكم شو ما كانت وأن كانت بالغناء أو كانت بمجال صناعة الأفلام أو بأي مجالات تانية. Attention job seekers, you're invited to a free job fair brought to you by Work to Future. The job fair will take place at the Santa Clara County Fairgrounds in San Jose on Wednesday, October 15th, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. 50 employers will be present and ready to speak with you about the thousands of open positions that they're actively recruiting for. Many employers will screen and hire at the job fair. For more information, visit Work to Future online at worktofuture.biz. That's work, the number two, future.biz.